0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Forge Podcast. This is uh, Cody. And today we're going to chat with one of my good friends, Joe. Um, Joe's had some pretty amazing results the past few months getting back into the gym. So we're going to just chat about what he's found that works for him, um, what he's learned over this past past journey he's been on. And uh, yeah, hopefully you guys can have some takeaways. So Joe,
1: tell us a little bit about you. Who are you? Uh, First, thanks for having me. On this podcast. It's my first podcast ever. Dude, so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is pretty cool. Um Very cool. so uh my name is Joe Bashit. I um let's see, I guess how old are you? How, so how old am I? Okay, great, thanks. I'm forty one years old. Cool. I wouldn't guess <laughs> that. No one's gonna guess that from seeing on camera, right? Uh I guess I guess that's a result of coming to <laughs> CrossFit. Uh, you get so. to you get to get your uh fountain of youth. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 41 years old. I, uh, I work in corporate America at one of the big banks. Uh, I've been there 17 years. I'm a practically, practically a lifer there now. That's awesome, man. Um, so I, uh, I'm an immigrant to this country. I'm going to start off young and, and work you through who I am, where, you know, how I started. So I'm an immigrant to the country. My parents, I was born in Cairo, Egypt. Uh, my parents are Egyptian. Uh, we came to the U S when I was two years old. Yeah. What brought Um, you guys here? Uh, so, what brought us here? Obviously, it, America is where every immigrant wants to wants to go, right? The right. American dream yeah, yeah, yeah. was uh, was something that everybody talked about, uh, you know, all over the world. And, you know, my parents, uh, it was something that you know they really wanted to do, to do too, because like my dad's whole family, uh, they all got to come to America first, and so my dad was the last one to kind of like, oh well. uh, you know, tied up all the loose ends For in sure. in Egypt, and then uh, and then they came when I was you know when I was two years old. So I grew up in New Jersey um, and, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, worked in in corporate America there. I got to, uh, uh, you know, I kind of cut my teeth in technology. That was like my big, you know, the big thing. And it's kind of graduated my career into where I'm at today at at the bank. Um, So like I said, fast forward all 17 years ago, I came to Charlotte. uh, At that point, 2005. This was two thousand five exactly. Yeah, came came to Charlotte. You're about 24 years old. I was 24, 20, 24. turning 25. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, Did You come solo by yourself, no family? So I came by myself. Okay, cool. Uh, I was I was engaged at the time. I was engaged to a girl in Florida, okay. uh, and so I came. They, you know, at that time it wasn't. Uh, it was a bank that's now out of business. True. Sure. Uh, they they're the ones that called me and said, "Hey, we've got this opportunity. If you want to try, it's a contract job." Um, and so, you know, I took the chance, came up here. It was only supposed to be for three months. Right. And that turned into six months and then that turned into nine months. And then they offered me a full-time job. Okay. And, you know, I uh, I ended up buying a house in Charlotte. And sure. I was like, okay, this is going to be a really cool place to kind of set roots and, yeah, man. you know, build a family. So brought my, you know, my, my fiance up at the time. You know, we got married, had kids. I'm you know deal. I've got two daughters. I've got a, a 14-year-old and an 11-year-old. What are their names? Uh, Eden and Phoebe, uh, two beautiful girls, uh, both really smart, both really active. Uh, you know, my youngest is uh, super artistic, loves to draw. Uh, my oldest is in, you know, band, and uh, she's in high school. That's awesome. She's making tons of friends, so it's just great to see them both yeah. prosper and, and do well. Heck yeah! So, you guys, you come to Charlotte on a
0: contract job at the bank. You get a full time job. You move to fiance up. You guys get married <clears throat> around twenty
1: five, twenty six years old. Yeah. Have two daughters. <clears throat> so, you are in Charlotte now. Right. Yep. Um, all right, keep going. So you fast forward life, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this into my my like my health journey because yeah, it, it's, it's super important. So I I you know you 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 have this like vision of like oh I want to I want to have a really good job I want to have security I want to you know I want to have a home I want to have kids and da da all of that stuff but, but you, you never really stop and say and I really want to be healthy. <laughs> yeah. That's or, always an afterthought. Or, or yeah, or hey, yeah, I wanna do all that and I really wanna have a six pack. Yeah. Right? Right. That, that right. just doesn't like it's, it. Takes it back it's hu- yeah, it, it, it's hard to fit that in there. And yeah. so needless to say, like, you know, with this journey that I put myself on, I got all of the things that I wanted except my health. So hmm. I was, you know, two hundred and ninety eight pounds. I was How tall Very I'm six, I'm six foot two. Okay. Uh, and was uh very, very overweight. Uh and you know, as my kids got older, uh Three four years old, um, I, I you know what happened to me was a real kind of uh, come to Jesus moment, right? Where I, you know, I heard my daughter upstairs; she was playing. Something happened; she fell down, and you know, obviously she she screamed. And so I go running up the stairs—only sixteen stairs to the top of the you know to the second floor. Hmm. So I run up to the I run up the the stairs, and I pass out. What? Yeah, I passed out right there. Holy hit the, crap! Hit the ground. Sixteen wow. stairs out. Knocked <laughs> out. Cold. Yeah, I ran out of uh, ran, ran out, out of breath that. and energy. It was really bad, and it wow. was a really scary moment because I really didn't know what the heck happened to me. So uh, after that moment, you know, went to the doctor, got my blood work, found out like my cholesterol was out of control, my blood pressure was out of control. I was pre diabetic. Well, wow. I was morbidly obese. At even this time, how old are you? I was. Uh, I want to say 10 years ago, because my daughter was like four, Sure, so 10 years ago. So, like 30 more, uh, so that's 31 30 years 30s. Mm-hmm.
0: Would you say that being in corporate America, having that like career that you were pursuing and being successful in, um, would you say that you were a pretty standard avatar of someone in that
1: industry with you, like your coworkers? Yeah, because, I mean, nobody really... As, far as your health goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was only, like, one guy that really, like, worked out all the time. Like, he, he, and you remember the him. people that... Yeah, I remember that's him exactly because normal. he was he was always in super great shape. Mm-hmm. Every time you would come in, he's wearing a dress shirt. You can tell this dude was yeah. super muscular. That's cool. One time I ran to him in Walmart. He was wearing, a, you know, a, a, just a, a cutoff shirt. And I was like, God, your arms are yeah. huge, dude. You're jacked. Like, good for you. Cool. And it's inspiring to see that. But that's not the norm. In corporate yeah. America, yeah, right. basically, you know, everybody's out of shape. Sure. Or overweight and it's, uh, you know, there's no inspiration. there. Interesting. So when you see people that are different than you in the sense that like when they put a suit on, they look like a million dollars because their body is in really great shape and yeah. they, ma- they make the suit look really good. Of course. And I think that's the funny thing where it's like, you know, I think you probably, everybody's heard it, right? It's like, you know, it's not the suit that makes the man, it's the man that makes the suit, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yes? So you wear the clothes, you don't let the clothes wear you. Yeah, absolutely. And so when you're in great shape and you put on, really nice expensive clothes it's it it would be like if my you know if there was somebody who was out of shape wearing the exact same suit it's not going to look the same as somebody Mm -hmm. who's in really great shape for sure sure. Um, that makes sense and so you start to really kind of as you get older and you're and you see the more successful people at the bank continue to go up in uh, in rank, Sure, you start to recognize, like, wait a second, that guy's in really great shape. I yeah. didn't put that together before. Yeah. That guy's in really great shape. Hmm. Uh,
0: it's almost like a, a characteristic that's yeah, common well, they're, they're you s- and fit and Yeah, successful. you want to stand out in the yeah, crowd, right? right? Well, if
1: you and I have the same set of skills, but I'm in great shape, yeah. and you're 50 pounds overweight, yeah. It's just going to be, yeah, and we're wearing the same exact high-end expensive suit, you know, and I'm wearing, it's just who's going to stick out, right? And so Hmm. it's an advantage that you give yourself when you're in great shape that tells people subconsciously that you have determination you have willpower. You have the ability to do something. Absolutely. You have the ability to say no. Yeah. No to pizza, no to ice cream, no to whatever, right? You yeah. have the ability to say yes. Yes to good healthy food. Yes to good choices, right? Mm. This correlates very directly to corporate America, right? Because yeah. when you see somebody who's willing to say yes and no to things, you look at that person and go, okay, that's the kind of person that will say yes or no in these types of scenarios. That's right. the kind of person that I need in life. That you make hard choices. Yeah, they make hard choices. Mm. Nice. You said it's a
0: reflection of someone's... A character, but it's almost like a—it lets you see inside of who they are as a person, a little more than if you were just not give that give that thought.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think it definitely gives. A, it paints a picture hmm. and it might not be a, of a whole life thing because again I wasn't healthy my whole life right. but in that moment in time the snapshot of what you're seeing is this guy is making good choices right now yeah and again that could be the the, the determining factor right? it's like hey we're not all born with a six-pack we're not Absolutely all born not. in shape yeah. it, there had to be some point where you made a decision say this is now really important yep yeah. and
0: and that's where where I was so 31 years old daughter has an accident upstairs you run through to check on her out. Top of the stairs, you're out. Out. Go see the doctor. Doctor. The doctor tells me
1: all the stuff is... Pre-diabetic, you know. high cholesterol, high blood pressure. So, mind you, I had a treadmill. And uh, yeah. I never used it. Same I mean, one you stop right now? <laughs> no, like I, I, desto- about. <laughs> I, have, I have gone through four treadmills. Okay, okay. And, and, and it's, you know, when you're almost 300 pounds running on a treadmill, yeah, dude. unless you have a commercial, I'm talking, like something that you use for Heavy a gym, duty, yeah. you are going to destroy it you not feel bad this is this is for your viewers right if you are overweight and you are running on a treadmill and you have destroyed it you have done the best thing possible yeah for yourself that's a good point because you have destroyed it not because of your weight but because you are changing who you are hmm. and you're using and, and you're taking out the punishment on that treadmill that course, treadmill yeah. saved my life hell yeah um, I got up one at that next day after the doctor I got up and I tried to run yeah. I, I tried, sure. I tried sure. my hardest yeah. and I, you know, I would, I would run like a, maybe like an eighth of a mile and yeah. then I would have to slow down and sure. then another eighth of a mile. And yeah. I, I just kept doing that every day. Yeah. And and when I say every day it was literally seven days a yeah, week, had a very similar holidays, experience. Christmas, Thanksgiving, I was up every day running until the point where I'm running. Okay. Wait a second. Now I'm not doing an eighth mile anymore. Now I'm doing a half mile. Wait, yeah. I'm not doing a half. Mile, I'm doing a whole mile. Right. And I would get to a point where I was like, all right, my goal is I want to do a 5K without stopping. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, I'm so determined to run three miles. Yeah. And I remember I remember it clearly. Like the first time I ran three miles yeah. nonstop, I cried. I bet. Because at that point, I was about 200 and uh, maybe 75 pounds. So I'd lost some weight. Wow. That's impressive. Uh, but, but, and it was in months. It took yeah. me months to lose that kind of that's weight. weight but, but it was so hard to get... My body to actually run. And I'm talking about shin splints, I bet, knee, knee pain, pain, hip pain, pain I bet. lower back pain, I bet. every, and, and, and you have to tell yourself, your body's that, rejecting everything you're, you're trying like, to what do. What are you this. doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This isn't the deal, bud. <laughs> no, Eat pizza, sit <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, couch, yeah, play video down, games. Relax, you yeah. need to relax. Yeah. Um, it's crazy because you know, that pain, you have to tell yourself that it's good. Hmm. And it's the hardest thing when you're overweight and it's yeah. hard to get up out of a chair and you're creaking and cracking and your knees hurt. Everything yeah. is just painful. And you've got to get out of that and you've got to tell yourself, I'm doing myself. I'm doing myself some good. This yeah. is good for me. It's a mindset thing. And, you know, once I got to that point where I'm running three miles, okay, well, it's like, I did it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. now I want to do it yeah. faster. Yeah. Do so you so remember your first 5K time? My first 5K time, I think, was 37 minutes. That 38 on minutes. That was on the treadmill. That's, that's, that's pretty legit, 38, man. Minutes, 38 minutes. That's pretty legit. Not stopping. Yeah. And my goal was to get to a point where I'm doing it a lot faster. So sure. I would, I would, and the way I would trick, trick myself, right? Because I wouldn't go off of time. I would go off of the MP, your miles per hour on the treadmill. Yep. So it was like, I think I was running at four miles an hour or five miles an hour, whatever it is that got yeah, me to yeah. 38 minutes. And then whatever that speed was, I would set I would set it at that speed, and then I would go for a whole week, and I would do so. If it was five miles an hour, I, I did it. The next week, I do five point one. Yep. And I would do a whole another week of running. Yep. And I'm like, I did it at five point one. Yeah. And then the following week, five point two. That dope, I mean hager. And I would success. keep going up until I got to seven miles an hour. Heck yeah. And I'm doing twenty one minute uh, miles. Yeah. yeah. So twenty one minute uh, five, five k. Yeah. Which you know that that's, was like that's moving, huge. Dude. And then I was like, let me see if I can get into the, the teens. I think yeah. the fastest I ever hit was like 1950, something like, yeah, that, like that. What was your weight during that time? Do you know? Uh, so I lost 100 pounds. So it took me 18 months. Yeah. All right. So after Holy the shit. doctor from start to finish, yeah. it was 18 months. I lost 100 pounds, like 98 pounds. Yeah. Out. So I had, I had gotten am, down, down to like, yeah, down to two. I was like down to like 198, yeah. you know? And wow. I, yeah. So to see under that's 200 wild. was huge that's for me. That's insane, dude. That's impressive. It was great. And mind you. I had never once stepped foot in a gym. Uh, all I did was wake up every morning and get on the treadmill. Yep. So, just to be clear, and again for your for your viewers and people listening, you don't need a look, You don't even need a treadmill. Guess what? Is free the street outside. You, go, you, you just need a pair of sneakers and and a and go, and go outside and just and just and just hit the pavement. Yep. Yeah. Right. Uh, I I wanted to use the treadmill because I gave myself excuses and the treadmill took all of them away. Oh, it's Mm. raining outside. Mm, Okay. Well, treadmill doesn't care. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's cold outside. Oh, treadmill doesn't care. Oh, it's it's really hot outside. Well, treadmill doesn't care. Right. (laughs) Right. And so that was the reason why I did that for me because I needed to take away every single excuse. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Now, during this time, so you've. 18 months, you lose all about 100 pounds, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Every day on the treadmill, no matter what, no excuses. Like holidays, every yeah. you know, Monday through Sunday. Yep. Are you changing anything about your diet this time or is it all just cardio?
1: The first uh the first two months I I didn't change my diet sure. at cool. all. I just wanted to be active. Totally. And then something happens really? in you, right? Like you you you're exercising and you're like, I don't I don't want to eat pizza. I, yeah. I don't want to eat this. Yep. I, I want to start. That's when I started making the, the healthier choices diet-wise. Yeah. And so with diet and just running three miles, that's all I yeah. did, I lost the weight.
0: Dude, I had a very similar experience where like when I got out I in high school, going into my senior year, I was about 255, 260 at um, 17 years old. And similar thing, went, went to the doctor, they got me in the scale. I had never seen that, that number before and it was like petrifying. And started running every day, started off, I could run maybe 30 seconds, I had to stop and walk jog, walk, jog, walk, had a loop that was like three and a half miles. And my goal is initially run the whole thing without stopping. And I would always set goals. Okay. Today you're going to get to the next light post and then you can, then you can walk, Today the next mailbox, then you can yep. walk. Yep. And then after a while you stop wanting to eat crap and before you know it, it's like, you're running every day, getting that runner's high, you feel great. And then you start wanting to make healthier choices of your food. And it's like something just switches in your brain.
1: Yeah, and I, I I call that the, like, I'm trying to think of what to call it, right? And it's like, yeah. it's the, in, in, in my mind, I call it like the investment theory. Like, it's this, like, you you, you think you're not worth it, right? I'm not worth it, or this is going to be too hard. It's not worth the investment of getting on a treadmill because it's not instant. And then one day, something happens, and you're like, wait a second, I've lost a bunch of weight. I feel better about myself. I'm going to start investing in myself, and I'm going to start treating myself right and I'm going to start eating right. Hmm. And it's this investment thing in your head because, you know, if I, if I bought, if I bought, you know, uh, a stock one day and the next day, it only went up like a penny. It's like, no, whatever, like it, yeah. it, there was no change, but because it takes a long time for this investment to grow and all of a sudden become something important. It takes time, right? That's when you're like, wait a second, I did something good here. I better continue to diversify. I want to continue to invest in another place. This, this might change, my my portfolio right? right and if you look at your health that same way where it's like okay well i'm going to just do one thing yeah right right just start where it's i'm going to start somewhere where i don't i'm embarrassed to go to a gym because i'm totally i'm so overweight of course you know i'm, I'm embarrassed because i don't want to be around people sure. right and and it's like i don't need to hear them hot huff, me huffing and puffing and i can't breathe yeah, and i'm yeah, yeah. practically puking yeah, that's that's how so hard awareness I is, is heavy so, so you got to start anywhere yeah. so the fact that i you was able to at least get on a treadmill and start from that perspective build up my internal like investment portfolio yeah, of like right. okay, this worked. Investing okay, yourself. Okay. I was able to get myself to five miles an hour. I'm gonna invest a little bit more. I'm gonna do five point one. I'm yeah. gonna do five point two. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna keep going to push keep myself. In. It's like wait a second, there's negatives to this, right? The pain, oh it's hurting, oh it's this, right? You're like, wait yeah. a second, but my lower back pain is now gone. But yeah. my knee still hurt, my shin's still sure, hurt. Sure, sure, sure. Oh wait a second, my hip pain is now gone. Actually yeah. the hip pain was the last one to go. Yeah. The the <laughs> knee pain and the <laughs> shin pain. Yeah. The hip pain lasted the whole almost the entire Probably sixteen out of the eighteen. months. Oh, wow. pain was the worst, and I don't know that was why. Lasting, it's yeah. gone now, yeah. thank God. Yeah. But it was one. It was that was probably the hardest one. But anyway, um, again, it's that investment theory where it's like you have to you have to cash in on those moments where where you're like, I'm seeing a result. I need to continue investing in this, right? Mm. I need to like now. I need to start changing my diet. Double down. Now I need to buy a better pair of sneakers. Yeah. You know, a good pair of sneakers oh, man. changes it absolutely. Does. People don't like people who are out of shape. Yeah. Don't. They don't know. They'll literally grab. You know, the the old new balances that they've had go run and wonder why their feet hurt, why they have, you know, what is it, plantar fasciitis or whatever it is where the bottom of their foot's hurting super bad or they have shin splints. I didn't realize that a good pair of sneakers changes all of that, right? Where it's like now you've got CrossFit sneakers and Mm -hmm. deadlifting sneakers Mm -hmm. and all. It it, it really does make a difference. And when you're overweight, you could care less about spending money on stuff that doesn't matter to you. But again, it's that investment theory. As you continue to progress in your health and you, you challenge yourself, you start to see, wait a second, this is gonna make this easier, this is going to make me feel better, this is going to 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 open my eyes to something I, I didn't see before. Right. What I'm trying to say is, is that, you know, it it that doesn't come right away, right? Yeah, no. It takes time, you know, for you to get to that point where you're you're really truly investing in yourself. Hmm. So I've lost all this weight, 18 months, dealt with all the pain, feel good. You know, people are like, wow, you look great. Oh yeah, my gosh, you're for you know, sure. Um, a lot of people thought I was sick too because I, again I hadn't off. gone to the gym. I, yeah. They'd see me one day and then that, that you know like yeah, eighteen months right. later I'm hundred pounds yeah. less. They're like, yeah. "Are you, you healthy? We'll do you have jump. cancer? Yeah. Like, are you are you? Okay? Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. I just I've been running. Yeah, I'm just and being worked, active. Yeah. But it worried you know it kind of it worried me anyway. It worried you. What do I you mean? Well, because people are like, What well, do I look sick, right? Because, again, I haven't been working out. I just, I look frail. I've yeah. lost 100. If you saw somebody lost 100 pounds, you're, yeah, you're going to think they're and sick. They
0: and if, if they're running, you're not going to maintain as much muscle mass as you could. Right. So then there's going to be some, a, a bigger difference. I yeah. yeah.
1: I, was, I was skinny. Yeah. But skinny fat. Yeah. I had a lot of extra loose skin and all of that. Sure. Um. Anyway, so we'll we'll, we'll keep going with my journey. Yeah. So I fast forward. Um, yeah, so
0: you're, at, at that time, you are probably about 32, maybe 31, 32 years old. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, 32. Yeah, I just turned 32. Okay. Playing basketball, tore my Achilles tendon. Mm. Do you remember how it happened? I'm sure you do. Uh, it was just, just I was playing basketball for like four hours. I had so much energy yeah, being uh, that weight. Yeah. Like I could literally play full court at the Y with yeah, my friends. No problem. No problem. No breaks. No, I didn't even need water. Like yeah. it was just like I had never felt the way that I yeah. felt at yeah, that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm just, you know, I got the ball, go to dribble, and you hear this loud pop. And I hit the ground, and then I tried to stand up, and it felt like I was standing on a deck of cards, like the heel. Oh god! Just yeah. Like tore, and it quivering. just was like I'm like, oh no, something's not right. Yeah, something's yeah, not right. Yeah. Off to the hospital, tore my Achilles tendon. Dang. And that was six months in a boot. Yep. Uh, twelve months with crutches. I bet. And then wow, yeah. And then another six months of uh, uh, what's it called recovery, like hmm. uh, PT and all of that. I was doing PT for the after the first three months, but it was like I, I couldn't run again for yeah. eighteen months. Yep. So wow. is this, and I feel like that was like a lesson for me, right? Because I'm like, well, what do I do? So I try to keep my diet in order, but I wasn't able to run. I couldn't really walk. Yeah. You know, I mean, driving Barely. was the only thing I can do. Yeah. I didn't go to the gym. I still didn't do anything. I gained about fifty pounds back. Yep. I see, it I see it a lot. Yeah. It happens often. Um, and, and again, i and you know, I want to, I want to make sure I, I, I kind of state this right. Cause I, I know we had talked a little bit off camera about grit, which is something that's really important. And, and sometimes it takes you getting, you know, running up the stairs and passing out uh, for you to like have these wake up moments where yeah. you're like, I need to do something about this. Right. And for me, the second time it was, you know, I was having issues, you know, in my marriage yeah and, you know, here I am, um, um overweight and i need to this is know, post achilles this is post achilles okay, so you're back around 250 right. yeah 250 and i'm like now what do i do so i started going to the gym and i'm you know kind of working on myself at this time are you like 33 34 years old yep okay 33 and a half yep okay. and i'm like i am going to start crushing the gym and so i went to the gym all the time i worked out yeah. super hard yeah um And when you say the gym, you're talking about like a a commercial gym. Just a regular gym.
0: Machines, dumbbells, mirrors. I would go, I would,
1: yeah, watch YouTube videos. I would, I would download apps. I would look at like what workouts to go do. And I did your basic, you know, gym bro workouts, right? Monday, Monday, chest and back. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would just do like all of that, like buys and try Like I would do all of that stuff. But I did did that religiously for uh, about three years and I got in really great shape. Yeah, Uh, And I would, I would also still incorporate running, um, You know, fast forward a little bit more, you know, my, my wife and I got divorced, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you, and I'm glad that I had the gym and and working out because it really kept me from getting depressed. And I I, kind of found solace in that. Yeah. And I, I I wanted to reserve saying the word depressed because I don't think people, people associate the word depressed with something that they think is like, oh, you need medication or, oh, you Mm -hmm. need this or, oh, you need that and I'm just going to speak about it from a, a guy's perspective, sure. right? Cause I, I don't know what it's like to be depressed as a woman, right? Mm-hmm. I only know what it's like to be depressed as a man. Of course. And, and from a man's perspective, right? Depression is, uh, it's what, it's what made me look at myself and ignore that I was overweight. Hmm. It's what made me just not care. It's what made me feel like, well, this doesn't really matter anyway. And, and for me, that that level of depression that I had, uh, I didn't realize what I was doing to myself until that day that I I ran up the stairs and passed out. Interesting. You convince you're yourself numb. you're okay.
0: Yeah, you're just numb
1: and like you know, numb. it doesn't it's it's relevant. Yeah, yeah. And then so after the you know divorce and all that stuff that I went through, um, I I felt it coming back. The but depression. because I'm able to go to the gym and I'm I had an outlet. I'm able to, you know, continue like at this point now, I learned how to cook for myself in yeah. that like diet sense where it's like I'm it's huge. I'm eating healthy, I'm cooking my own meals, I yeah. meal prep, yeah. I'm working out, I'm running. Yeah. I got myself literally after my divorce was in the best shape of my life to the yeah. point where I had to go have surgery to remove all of the extra skin that I had. Right. Like I was yeah, really that's like huge. abs, really nice, really, really great shape. Um and then, you know, everything was great. At this time, you're how old? So I was uh, thirty five, thirty yeah, thirty five, thirty six. Okay. So yeah, thirty six. Okay. Uh, so divorce, blah blah blah, all that stuff. Had my surgery, felt great, and then COVID hits. Hmm. Right. So you are talking a couple of years now. It's what three years ago? Yeah. Like COVID hit was 2019. T- yeah twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. It was Around March, March was twenty down? of twenty uh, twenty, We all got shut down. Yeah. And I was going through some really hectic stuff at, at work. Which kicked in the depression. Interesting. I mean, beyond I like way. I, I stopped going to the gym. I stopped caring about my diet. The gyms were closed. Yeah. I couldn't go work out. Yeah, so there, there's an excuse you can't control. Oh, I had a gym downstairs in my basement. I still um, didn't use it. Okay. Like, no, I gave my. I had. I had outs. Yeah, I had the ability to take care of myself, but. And the reason why, again, that word depression, it tricks you into being like, well, this makes you feel better anyway. Eating. In the moment. And you can't go out anyway. Yeah. So nobody cares.
0: No one's going to see you. No one's
1: going to see you. You can't do you know, it. You I
0: think that the average person during the COVID lockdowns has gained 30
1: pounds. Oh, yeah. I, I gained, I think I gained 50 pounds again. <laughs> I went all the way back up to to a pretty pretty significant weight. Um, and I stayed that way for two years. Talk. Can you talk a little bit about your...
0: Like reflection and perspective on that. Okay, so work gets hellacious; it gets stressful, and you feel this depression coming on. And because I, I don't think that that's unique to you, right? Like I bet that there's a lot of guys and girls that that'll hear that, that this podcast that feel like they go through very similar bouts of struggle, right? So work gets crazy. You have all these external stressors coming on at you from life, mm-hmm. and. Even though you're at a point where you've lost 100 pounds, you have an identity in fitness and health, you're meal prepping for yourself, you're in the gym every day, you're in the best shape of your life. So it's from all intents and purposes, you've changed as a person, right? And then is work the catalyst that like makes you revert back to the Joe that doesn't care? Or is there something else that you think brings that back up and overpowers the healthy version of Joe?
1: Yeah, I think that's a, that's a, a really great question uh you know for me as as a man you get older and you start to you you evaluate your life and you're like am i ticking all the boxes that i wanted to tick off right at this point in my life i I was expecting to be here in my career right i was facing the possibility of not being able to be a provider anymore right and and you know i told you i was an you know immigrant coming from you know different country blah, blah 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 well i have very huge like connection with my family my mom, my dad, my my brother. And, you know, then being close to me was something that was very important. So like taking care of my mom and my dad, you know, making sure financially that they are, they are taken care of stable, that they didn't have to work. You know, I have this, this investment in my brother where I push, I'm pushing him and I'm trying to, you know, be his uh, role model. And here I am failing. Hmm. And it was really hard to, look at myself as a man and be like, I check off all the boxes, right? I wasn't proud of myself. I was in a really bad situation at work where I, you know, I didn't know if I was, what day it was I was going to get fired. It was really bad. And then on top of that, we were in the middle of COVID where it's not like I could just go get another job. job, Like it was, it, it affected me very, very negatively. And, and I feel hopeless, I felt, well, there was a, there was a sense of hopelessness and then I felt trapped. Right, because it was two pieces. It was like it was it, hopelessness comes from when you feel like okay, there's no hope, but, but you're tr- like you're in prison, you can't get out. Can't like it's it. a jail yeah. cell. Like yeah. I couldn't get out. Yeah. And then on like, top of no that, I literally yeah. But then I, like I, I literally couldn't go out because yeah. it's COVID and yeah, we're yeah. locked. So like the so, there's there's yeah. so many things that the jail cell just kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Huh. And then all of the good things that I did in my life, they didn't matter because like literally. How am I going to feel bad about myself? Everybody in the whole world is suffering. People are dying. Like, like, it was all of this bad stuff where it really kind of, it was a unique situation in my lifetime that had such a huge negative effect on me. It was, it was my job, like work, feeling like a provider that I didn't feel like. You know, and then on top of that, COVID and being locked down and everything being closed and all of this pressure that's on the world to stay home, don't go outside, yeah. you know, stay away six feet away sure, from sure, everything. Sure. It was just, it was a lot. Compounded together. Yeah, and yeah. Suffocated. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really hard. Um, through all of that, I met a beautiful girl mm-hmm. that I fell madly in love with, Um and we're getting married Yeah. next weekend next weekend yeah in Mexico thank you for that uh it's huge uh it, you know she was a, a really big catalyst into wanting to get healthy uh, right. and so you know I think it's really important as a couple right and maybe you're, you don't have somebody in your life like a you know, wife or a girlfriend or a significant other but it's important that you have somebody in your life. So when I wasn't with her, my brother was a big catalyst. Hey, let's go to the gym. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll work out. Hey, we'll meal prep together, right? Yeah. And she was also a catalyst too, like now, but now I'm home. And through those two years, she was so encouraging. She was like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll make healthy meals. Hey, let's go to the, come to the gym with me. Yeah. Come, let's go work right. out. Let's go on a run with each other. Yeah. I was, I didn't want to do any of it. Why? Um, Because it, in my mind, it wasn't going to make a difference. It wasn't going to make... Hmm me feel any better about the other bigger issue that I had of feeling like I'm not a provider. It's so important for me yeah, to yeah, be yeah. a provider. No, I get
0: that dude. Yeah.
1: So that was a really big thing for me.
0: So the hopeless, like the feeling of like not being in control of your future and being able to generate like enough income to support your family, like where that's like almost one of your highest values because it felt like you couldn't control that. All of the other supporting factors felt like pointless.
1: Bro, it's a tornado. Yeah. It's a tornado. You can't control a tornado. Yeah. It literally felt like my whole world was falling. But like, it's a different story. If it's raining outside, you can go outside with an umbrella. You stay sure, dry. Yeah. When there's a tornado, nothing is nah, going to help. Yeah. That's how it felt. Hmm. It felt like I it, nothing I was going to do was going to matter. So what's the point? Well, let's order some pizza. I'm getting this. I don't matter. care. You want to eat healthy? That's fine. You do you. I need to do I want to feel good right I now. I need to feel good. I needed that dopamine. I needed yeah. to feel Something that was going to make me feel better. To so ignore that pain. Yeah. And that was the old me kicking in, hmm. you know. No, that makes sense. And I, I needed to wake up from that. And, you know, again, with the whole like, hey, I'm getting married and all that. I wanted to be in good shape. Yeah. And again, my, my fiance was super encouraging and really pushed me to, you know, want to like, want to be healthy for me, want to be healthy for us. Yeah. Um, and we've always done big things. Like hiking together. Yeah. We, we've, we travel a lot. So a lot of, you know, and that was a big Part of our, our foundation of our relationship we would always go do yoga together we would always go to the gym together we'd always do workouts together yeah. we would always do runs together so it was always a really big big part of it and and during COVID, i, I kind of again i took that that break and it was like i'm not i'm not doing this now um you know fast forward a, a couple months after after COVID into 2022 uh i signed up for crossfit mm-hmm. uh and i you know i met you and, and and your wife and this you know great gym and and i really got to see what CrossFit was all about. And, and I'm, I'm still scared of CrossFit just yep. to be, you know, Straight. very transparent. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, CrossFit to me is scary because I'm worried that I'm going to hurt myself. Right. And I think everybody's yeah, had, it. everybody's hurt themselves in CrossFit. is kind of a, a badge of honor. Sometimes, sometimes it's not, So you know, it depends on what you've done. Right. Like for me, it's one of those situations where it's like, I am so scared to hurt myself because I don't want to put myself in a situation where hmm. I'm going to allow depression to, to creep, creep in. back in. Yeah. So I think it's really important as, you know, for people that are starting their, their journey, right. To be okay with being uncomfortable, to be okay with dealing with some of that pain, right. Of like, Hey, shin splints, knees, sure. hips, yeah. you've got to go through the pain to get better. Right. That's going to be, that's acceptable that none of that is paralyzing. Okay. But then you get to a point where it's like, hey, I'm healthy. Um, I feel good. Yep. You have to put yourself in this preservation mode where it's like, I'm able to work out. I'm able to, to change my body. It might take a little bit longer. Sure. I might not hit every single PR, yeah, but sure. I'm going to hit. I'm going to do. I'm still going to throw weight around. I'm yeah. still going to be a monster in the gym. I'm still going to do big things yeah, right? and, challenge and challenge yourself. That's what's so important is you still have to do that. You also have that, that mindset where it's like, I need to make sure that you know as you get older, now I'm in my 40s. I, I don't want to hurt my joints. Yeah, I don't want to hurt my, you yeah, know, check your ego. A little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. checking your do. ego is so important. Yeah. Um, And that's something that I, I'm really trying to keep, keep at top of mind every time I come here yeah. and work out. Cause you know, we've got monsters in this CrossFit sure. gym, like you and, and Austin, you, you guys are just beasts. When I see you work out, it's so inspiring. And there's other guys too. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I see these guys work out. And I'm like, I just want to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we I just want have to keep, I just want keep up. Yeah, yeah. It's that competitive thing. And I think that how do you, how do you help, Temper that and check that. Uh, I don't work out with you guys. Work, <laughs> <I> work, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff.
0: you're a monster, too, though.
1: I work out. I work out with other people where instead of me trying to hit your weight, right? I would rather work out with somebody and encourage them to yeah. go up in weight. And so I'm now I have done. CrossFit enough where I've learned a lot of the exercises. I've learned what hurts and what doesn't hurt me and certain exercises I'm really strong at. And so I'm watching, you know, different people. And it's like, Hey, hey, why don't you, we'll do this one together. Right. I'll watch your weight. I'll watch your form. I'll give you, I'll give you some pointers and it's really encouraging to be able to help somebody else at the gym. So, yeah. So there are moments where it's like, Cody, I want to work out. I want to do your weight. And I try that and then I end up hurting myself. No, 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 but you know, I, 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 I look at you as a huge, you know, influence and, you know, role model and I, I wanna be able to be as strong as you want to yeah, I wanna be that. able to 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 lift the kind of weight that, that you lift. I just need to tell myself that it's gonna take time. It's, it's just time gonna day. take longer, right? Yeah, I can't sure. this is I've only been in the gym a couple months. There's no way yeah. I'm gonna hit it like yeah, you know so it's a long road. Yeah. So it's a it's a long road and I think you've got to be able to give yourself time. Give yourself time for your body to change. Give yourself time for your body to grow. Give yourself time for you to understand what your body needs, right? Yesterday, look, Monday, we did the, the was it Marion? Marion workout? Myron, yes. Yeah, Myron a, a workout. workout. Bro, I love that workout. Yeah, that was awesome. my fate. Everybody was like, Joe, this is your workout. I was like, I love that yeah, workout. Yeah, yeah, I'm still paying the price for that yeah, workout today. What I'm is in the, so, is so the, much pain. Yeah. I couldn't work out yesterday. Yeah. I think that's important. You've got to be able to tell. You've got to be able to read your body. And be like, yeah, for sure. no, today is break. Day. I'm, I'm okay. doubling up on my food. Like, yeah, I, I couldn't get enough food yesterday. Yeah, that's my a good body. sign. Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah, definitely a good sign. And it's and it's now I'm taking a break not because I'm lazy. No, yeah, you're just recovering. You that's important, start. Cody. That's so important. Yeah, you're still driving the bus. Yes, you've got to be able to tell yourself, no, no, uh, this is on purpose because I my body's in pain. I'm listening to my body. One day break is going to be fine, yeah, but I'm going to, I'm going to, sure. I'm going to recover today and I'm going to give myself good food. I'm going to eat. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I feel good and, and get good sleep. Absolutely. Really important things to really kind of push yourself into that healing and growing process. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where, where I was yesterday. So anyway, a couple months, right. I, I came to this gym. I, I, I signed up and I had this goal in mind that I wanted to look really good yeah, for, your my, wedding, for right? my wedding. Yeah. Yeah, so when you when you when you joined
0: when you came into the gym and signed up here at CrossFit, mm-hmm. where were you at as far as like weight wise yep. mindset? What made you decide to come to the gym and sign up? And then
1: yeah, talk me through yep. a, little, a little bit of your journey. So I weighed 240, 245 pounds two forty four two forty five. Uh, that was my my starting weight when yep. I when I came in. Um, told you I did the running thing. Yep. I know how to do that. Yep. I, I did the gym the gym thing for three years. I know how to do mm-hmm. that. Um, you get to a point in your life where you're like okay i can bench whatever but like i want to really do functional exercises i really want to do things that i feel like you know like squatting i never squatted anything in the, in the gym i just didn't i do legs but i never actually did squats right. like so many things that i didn't do that we do here what holds
0: you back from doing those things
1: um well so it's just like there's nobody there to really kind of help you or guide you when you go to a gym right otherwise you have to pay for a personal trainer to come and show you all of that stuff um, you know, if I did a squat, it was in a Smith machine and then it's like, just, it's just not different. Right. You, yeah. you need to be able to pull the weight off of everything, have it sit on your back yeah. and feel your body hold all of that weight. And then, you know, you're And, it, and it, even if it's light, you're still building all of the, the, the muscles that, that, that give you support. Right. Sure. Absolutely, And that's really important. That's I just didn't do, right. I just right. worked on all the big functional muscles and that was it. Yeah. Um, but in here, like, you know, the running, the, the, the variation of what you're doing. Yep. Yeah there's no monotony in, in CrossFit, right? Even yeah. though we, you might hit four weeks of like, hey, it's the same workouts, but then after those four weeks, whatever, it changes. Yeah. And there's, now there's something different. Right. There's always something new that we're doing. I've done things in here like handstand push-ups. Yeah. Come on, yeah. who did, what? I don't, we like,
0: it before, yeah. that is the
1: craziest thing I've right. ever I'd ever seen, right? Yeah. And it's, I could do one or two of them yeah. now, which is pretty cool. That's really cool, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. So, um, That's the kind of stuff like, you know, it just kind of really encouraged me. And I I think the other big thing across it that I really love, which you don't get in a gym, like, you know, people see me deadlifting at the gym. Mm -hmm. Can you stop banging the weights? Like, you're making too much noise. You know, occasionally you'll get like one or two guys who who might stop and watch. They're like, oh, he's he's deadlifting 405. Like, oh, wow. In this gym. When I hit a PR, I was like, yeah, Joe, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, like, it's awesome. You, You really have a community here that's also excited for you. Yeah, absolutely. You don't get that at a regular gym, man. Right. Yeah. You drop a weight at Planet Fitness, you're getting kicked get out. Yeah, you're yeah, getting yeah. the lunk alarm. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Here, and it's not about the dropping of the weight. I think it's a, it's about the accomplishments, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and hitting those accomplishments, you know, getting to write your numbers up on the board. Yeah. You know, having people high five you, using the app and seeing the encouraging words that people leave you, or or the high fives that you get in the mm-hmm. app. Like it's all really big, man. It's like, a relational community based. Yeah, I, I think you've got a really great system on on. Uh, on figuring out how to continue to keep people motivated and encouraged through the apps, through your system, through your, your coaches that you've got here. And then the people here are just really, we're all in it. We're we're all in it. We all want that to hit those big goals and, and we're all here to encourage and help each other. And that's been huge. That's the one thing that I love about this place because it feels like family. Mm. Then you do like, like, I don't know about you guys, but how many of you had a gym like, you know, put together a barbecue, or or go, you know, go do like a boating day, or like yeah. whatever, right? Where yeah. we're all getting together, and and you you truly make sure that CrossFit is a family, and you take care of each other, you wish each other well for your birthdays. You're always making sure that if oh somebody's child is born, or or somebody's getting married, or like whatever, you're always there's always kind words, there's mm-hmm. always something really encouraging about this place. That, you don't. Know, you'll never. You'll never get it from an, uh, just a regular box gym. It's right. never going to happen. Right. Yeah. It's Never going to happen no. because they don't care. They just want you to pay monthly. Here, yeah, sure. there's something about it that comes with it that that just doesn't come with a regular box gym membership, right? Yeah. Well, you, get a you get a family. You get a community here, yeah. and I love that.
0: It's intangible, but it's
1: integral. Yeah, it is, and I think that's the that's the part that I really love about CrossFit because it's very well integrated yeah. and. It's encouraged, and I feel like if you don't do it, you're kind of you're the outlier. If you're not encouraging other people, yeah, you're not for sure. pushing yourself and pushing other people. Yeah. You're not high fiving somebody else, like dude. You might
0: not be a good fit. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah.
1: Everybody sure. here is pumped. Like yeah. you should be pumped. And 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 if you're if you're at home and you're tired of the gym and you want to go to some place where you're going to be encouraged and you're gonna you're gonna have people like. Look at you and be in awe of what you're able to do, whether it's heavyweight or lightweight. If it's something you couldn't do last week, all of a sudden you can do this yeah, week. Progress. People are gonna, people are gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be so excited yeah, for you.
0: Celebrate for it. And
1: that's really huge. Hmm. That's really huge. That's really encouraging. I, I embarrass the crap out of my fiance when she's in, in here and she hits, yeah, yeah, yeah. she hits a PR. Yeah, go, yeah, she hit a oh, PR. Yeah. And then, and then it's so cute. Like we walk out, she's like, that was really like, no, nice. it's yeah. like, you know, it's like "I've never really had people like do yeah, that for me. It's for like, sure. it's, it's huge. Like you I'm pumped for you. Up, yeah. yeah. Like you were my biggest cheerleader during my, my crappiest moments of my, of my life. You pushed me and you encouraged me and you pulled me out of the, like out of the hole that I was in. Yeah, least sure, right. I can do is be a cheerleader for you when you yeah. have a PR. 100%, I'm so dude. proud of you, yeah. you know? So, so. Yeah, so uh, 244, 245 I came in here, it was really hard. It was really hard. I spent yeah. I spent three weeks in pain. I remember that first conversation we had. It was really hard. You know, it, 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 it hurt a lot to, to to do the workouts. It hurt a lot to not be able to lift the weights. My ego was in check all the time. I should be able to do this. I should be able to lift this. I did more than this before. And I had to dial all that back. I had to just do the motions. I had to figure out what was going to work for me. Uh, and get to a point where you know I'm building muscle and I'm losing fat yeah so and I think that was four or five months ago yeah, yeah. Uh, and where I'm at today is so uh, again mind you I told you I had I had double food yesterday okay, yeah, yeah. double food yeah uh, but but my lowest uh, which was as of a couple of days ago was 226 today yeah. it was 228 yeah uh, but yeah. again no workout yesterday yeah, still recovering. Uh, still recovering but the, the really important thing is, is that I went from 20. 20- 25% body fat down to 19. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I don't know what I am today. And probably you probably lower than that yeah, by now. Yeah, probably lower than, yeah. than 19. Because yeah. I'm lower in, in actual weight. Yeah, so weight's weight weight stronger. Yeah, yeah you look leaner. Weight. Yeah, I'm definitely leaner. My abs are starting to come through. My muscle structure's there. I'm way stronger than I ever. I can deadlift more than I've ever deadlifted in my yeah. life. I'm benching heavier than I've ever benched. I'm doing functional things that I've, you know, I'm squatting. I'm doing things I've never done and lifting heavy yeah. weights that I've, like, it's a huge accomplishment and And how
0: how do you feel outside of the gym
1: i feel great man like i feel great that's
0: good to hear i feel
1: great because it encourages you to continue to make good decisions so you know uh when i go go out to eat i'm making the right choices you know even during the weekend i'm making good choices like i give myself now one cheat meal, not a yeah. whole cheat day. Yeah, whereas, like yeah. before, I used to give myself a whole cheat day. Yeah. Like, nope, I get dinner and I get ice cream yeah. after dinner. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. But like that's that really- morning, I'm still eating healthy. That Saturday, I'm still eating healthy. I'm right. still doing all of the right things. And then, you know, I'm back in the gym on Monday, yeah, and I'm yeah. still doing everything that I need to do. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It it, it again it, it it's back into that investment theory that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. right? You. Like, wait a second, now I'm seeing results. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing this. Yeah, and that man. investment theory in your mind starts to kick and say, okay, no, no, I'm not going to cheat yeah. on Saturday. I'm not going to cheat Saturday, yeah. Sunday morning. I'll have my meal, sure. you know, Sunday night. I need to have that that extra, you know, extra carbs, yeah. extra For calories, sure. extra whatever. I need to treat myself. I need to feel like, hey, I earned this. Yeah, Not like, I don't care. I'm just going to eat what I want. Yeah, There's a big right. difference there, yeah. right? Balancing that out. mentality change is is huge. Mm-hmm. When you make the decision, be like, no, I earn this versus... Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. This is what I'm going to eat because I I don't care. That's, that's the, that's the big difference, right? When you get to that mentality part, you're, you're already making really great.
0: You're staying in the driver's seat as opposed to just like letting life happen to you. That's right. What would you say to yourself or someone else? Maybe that's at a place in their life where they, they do feel that burden of like, Hey, I'm not in control right now. I don't see a future that makes me excited.
1: And what's the, what's the point? I think your analogy is great about being in the driver's seat. Because, look, if you feel like you're not in the driver's seat, guess what? Nobody else is in the driver's seat. The driver's seat's empty. All you got to mm-hmm. do is shift back over and grab a hold of the steering wheel. Yeah. Slow things down in your life. Take a, an assessment of what it is that you want and, and, and figure out what goals you need to set. I think goals are really important. And, you know, it's like you don't need to set these huge big goals like, oh, I'm going to lose 100 pounds. No, that wasn't my goal. Yeah. My goal was I don't wanna die. Yeah. Okay? Reasonable. Like, yeah. Reasonable, I don't wanna die. Yeah. I wanna get my my, my 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 uh my blood pressure down, my cholesterol down. I, I wanna be able to fit into a size forty six pant, not a size forty eight pant, right? right, right when right. I was huge. So tangible. Right. So you start off with some small goal and make a big deal out of that small oh, yeah. goal. Celebrate it. Because when you do that, right, that every time you celebrate a small goal. You realize you were in the driver's seat yeah. for that small goal. Right? Maybe the small goal is even smaller. Maybe it's I'm just not going to eat pizza tonight. I'm going to make a healthy decision once or twice a week just to see how I feel. Yep. Maybe I'm going to start eating a salad for lunch instead of a cheeseburger. Yep. Right. Like, and make a big deal out of that because that was a decision that's and a choice. What
0: you're saying is like making like celebrating those decisions yes. those accomplishments because that's what's going to give you their positive reinforcement. You were before getting from the
1: bad food, like the pizza, nachos, and burgers. And here is the big thing: don't wait for other people to celebrate you. No, because you gotta. This is going to be a little bit of, of tough love. I'm going to say to you: you you should be eating healthy. You should be doing the right things, and you know that you should be working out. You should be doing all of this stuff, right? So, so when you tell somebody your significant are like, "Hey, guess what? I, I had a salad today." They're gonna be like, oh, great, good for you. Yeah. Because you should you're be doing adult. that. Yeah, you should be. You're an adult. You should be doing that, right? Right. So don't wait for them to celebrate. You should celebrate it. Yeah. You make make your make a calendar and be like, I did something great today. This is what I did today. And you celebrate it. Yeah. Once you start celebrating that stuff and you get excited about your health, that's when other people will start to see it. Because typically when you start. People are like, oh, excited for you, but then they don't believe it's going to last yeah, because sure. it hasn't lasted, yeah, you know. Right. And it's, it's you History know, says, how about yeah. this? How about, how about here again, not to discourage anybody, but the first time somebody actually said to me, hey, you look like you lost weight. I lost 50 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I lost 50 yeah, yeah, yeah. pounds no, 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 before it's... somebody noticed. Yeah, Can you imagine?
0: If you had to wait for them to give you the reinforcement. Yeah, right.
1: No A stranger's like, hey, you, you look different. Did you lose yeah. weight? Like, yeah, I lost 50 pounds. You lost what? Yeah, yeah 50 right. pounds. Right. Before somebody noticed at work. Yeah. I see these people every day. Yeah. So don't wait and expect, oh, I lost two pounds. People are going to notice. No, yeah. it's not going to happen. Nope. You need to be, you need to keep pushing yourself. And, it, and again, it comes down to that grit and, and determination to have an end goal, right? So you start off with the little goals, have an end goal. And work until you get to that end goal. Yeah. And people are going to notice and people are going to see that you've changed and it's, it all starts with the little things. Hmm. And then those little things add up to big things. It's a puzzle piece. Yeah. little puzzle pieces, yeah, in the big picture. And there's a lot of personal responsibility in what you just said. Yeah. Because it uh, look, Cody. As much as I I, I love you, and really? I think you love me. You, no matter how hard you work out, you I'm not losing you. weight. No. <laughs> you know what I no mean. No matter how much I text you, yeah. or check on you, send you meal plans, exactly. And that's where the personal responsibility yep. comes in, right? Like, no matter how many salads you eat, doesn't doesn't equal negative calories for me. Nope. It doesn't matter. Nope. I have to be the one to say I'm making the decisions today. And when you wake up and do that, you wake up in the driver's seat. And you're the one driving the, the bus that day. You're the one driving your car. You're the one driving your destiny that day, mm. right? Destiny doesn't need to be a, a this 50 years from now. No, no. every day is like, what, what did you decide to do that day? Did you do it right? Did you treat yourself right? Did you, were you healthy? Did you eat right? Did you exercise? Did you, did you sit in meditation? Did you pray? Did you just, did you treat yourself right today? Because I, what I find is that people that like were unhealthy, this is my own, you sure. don't, you don't tend to, you don't tend to treat yourself right. Yep. Right. Absolutely not. You you don't. You're like, oh, I don't want to buy nice clothes because I'm overweight, so I'm just going to go shop at Walmart. Not that there's yeah. anything wrong with Walmart, but it's like all of a sudden when you start losing weight, you're like, ah, not on. shopping at Walmart. Yeah. I'm going go to go like to this nice place. There. Yeah. yeah, and again, it goes back to the whole like you know the clothes make you know the, the, yeah. the clothes the don't make, make the man, the man makes make the clothes. suit. Yeah. yeah, and so it it's 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 important to like once you get to that point that you have to reward yourself. I'm going to buy uh, you know instead of buying you know. Uh, a pair of Walmart pants. I'm going to go to the mall and get a nice pair of pants because I've lost the weight. Yep. I need to treat myself. That, that's part of the reward system. That makes you have to build yeah. yourself into right, and you start to treat yourself right that way, and people are going to notice, and you're going to feel better about yourself, and then that far away destiny all of a sudden feels more attainable, mm-hmm. more more something that you can get to a lot a lot. Check in boxes. Yeah, for sure.
0: And how do you feel now going into your wedding?
1: This I feel weekend. great. Yeah, I feel great. I mean, I know I sent you some progress pics this morning. Yeah, dude, I feel good. I feel lean. I feel fantastic. I to break the beach when you go. <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs> well, I, I, I uh, you know, I attribute that to again your your encouragement, your coaching, your you know, you checking in on me, um, your positive attitude. And you, you know, you always, you just being a really good friend. And I think, you know, you were always a really good friend uh, and and mentor to me in, you know, in this, in this space of of health and CrossFit and really wanting to to push myself. And um, I think that's another really important thing is once you get to a point where you're like, okay, I've done everything I can do on my own, you got to find somebody that you look up to that you can tap on the shoulder and say, hey. Uh, I, I'm scared to do this workout. Can you show me? Or, yeah. hey, I'm you know, what, what's your, you know, tell me about your diet or tell me about, like, I, I really want to be able to incorporate this, yeah, or whatever. Sure. You need somebody who's done that so yeah. that you can learn yeah. from them. Absolutely. And I think that's that's really important, too. And I, that's where, that's the, that's the part you play. That's your puzzle piece sure. in my life. And yeah. so I appreciate you for all that you've done for me and, you know, the opportunity to to be here at this gym and work out with everybody. And you guys are so encouraging. And I love this place. I love this place. We love you, too.
0: I'm really proud Thanks of you, man.
1: too. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. proud of me too, and I should be man. Yeah, I'm proud of me too. And that's that's another thing. People are scared to say that. Like you should you should be proud of yourself when you have you, to when you, when you do that, you look in the mirror, you should be proud of yourself. You have to. Because if you look in the mirror and you're not proud of yourself, there's something wrong with you.
0: Yeah. Because, and, and what's gonna happen, you're gonna do things that reflect someone that feels shame.
1: Yep. Exactly. And exactly. That's powerful. Exactly.
0: Suffocating. Yep. So you you have to change the narrative in your own head before yes. it happens outside of For your For sure.
1: For sure. What's next?
0: You need to go, go, go work out with your fiance?
1: Uh yeah. Yeah, twelve o'clock. Yeah, better better get to the workout. Thanks, Deborah. Love you, brother. Yeah, yeah, Love yeah, you, man. Thank you. Oh yeah. Yeah, thank you. I
0: appreciate it. Alright, you're welcome. Hey, I don't know no issues recording all of it.